<laughs> hey guys, it's me, Lance. Welcome to the episode. We appreciate you for being here. Yeah, and my name is Mickey, and this is going to be the official no. intro <laughs> for sure. TNC's Tech Feed. Sure, sure. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. And let's talk about some tech news. Into the tech. We need like a theme song, to like, like a transition song. Into the tech. I'll never be good at that stuff. That's that's it right there. I just made it. Oh shoot! Yes, yeah. that's, that's brilliant. You missed it, but it's all good. Oh, by the way, Lance will be a soca artist, and he's no. going to make us a lot of money. No, we got to get selling his song. We're going to get into the tech now. It's just ten thousand <laughs> Ethereum. Oh, God. <laughs> Remind me of these idots. Anyway, <laughs> so what's the first thing we got on the tech news here? The hidden fingerprint inside your photos oh so we're gonna talk about some metadata uh yes okay so i mean that is a big thing like every photo has that that um possibility of revealing like a lot of who the photographer is yes so if you're not familiar with how metadata works when it comes to um photo uh, photographs and stuff like that um depending on the camera that you have and it's even worse when you're on a phone because it writes all this thing what they call metadata this is just information about the picture um so if you're on a phone most likely you have gps data meaning it can tell you exactly where you took the picture well a rough estimate um if you are on one of those really big, expensive DSLRs, it can tell you that, okay, this picture was taken by this particular DSLR using this particular um, lens, at this aperture, yada, yada, just a bunch of information. So you it's kind of like all this stuff is being written to it. Um, you know, for them, I would say, but don't fret though, because most of the time when you upload these pictures, if you were, if you're a photographer or you're just a, 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 a wannabe photographer with your phone and stuff like that, when you upload these things to like Instagram, Facebook, that sort of thing, all that information gets scrubbed out because, um, you know, Zuckerberg cares about your privacy. Not really. <laughs> or it's the complete opposite where they don't give a shit because it's theirs now. Right, it's theirs now. So they are getting all that information and whatnot and going from there. So I think the most famous um, example of this is when uh, Trump got sick and then pretended to be back at work signing documents and stuff like that. There are like two different photos and people were able to tell right away that they were in two different locations. Okay, they tried to fake it to seem like he was in the Oval Office, but he wasn't. He, wow. You know, it was just it was just like another like another place and whatnot. Um he, he was inside of a hospital doing this stuff. What a so, loser. Yeah, he's such a fucking loser. Um so it's like it's that's why people are able to like internet sleuths and stuff like that can find these things so damn quickly because it's if you know depending on where the pictures are uploaded and depending on how good your team is or you are when it comes to scrubbing metadata so you can scrub metadata then upload your, your photo and stuff like that you would still have probably some metadata on there um but it's it's like you know it's not I've like it's i've removed metadata before i think you can remove everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't remember so don't quote me all <laughs> i think you um, can. i know for a fact like you know since i deal with a lot of adobe products and stuff like that 
Um, you know, you, you can, uh, if you have like Lightroom, right, which is usually what uh, a lot of photographers use to edit their photos to make it look nice and everything like that. There's so much stuff you go, like so when you're done editing everything there, you got the right look you want. Um, it asks you, do you want to put in this metadata? So, you know, but this is a way to like for you to like kind of bind yourself as a creator to these images so that, that you created them. Like you can put in watermarks, you can put in um, hard uh, links that's in there and stuff like that. That's like because if anybody were to take it, because I think there's a way to actually prevent metadata from being scrubbed. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> but hmm. yeah, digital cameras, they're getting more and more uh, in many ways intrusive and whatnot. Um, down to color science, that sort of thing, where people, if you know what you're looking for, you can extrapolate a lot of information from a photo. You know, like um, I, I remember seeing, the only reason why I wanted to talk about this because a very specific, um, you, you remember those listicles that kind of went crazy on Facebook a couple of years ago? <laughs> this is when you click on it. If you're on your phone, it was the worst time of your life because it would be this like slideshow and yada yada and bullshit or whatever. I remember one where it was like, um, this woman took a picture of her dog <laughs> and you wouldn't believe what happened next. So, you know, I clicked through that one. It was something, apparently someone saw the picture and it was like a specialist or something. And so like, apparently the dog had, um, is gonna develop glaucoma or some shit like that because of the way they were like tilting their head or whatever. But I'm, I'm just saying, that's just like, don't quote me on that. I don't really fucking, <laughs> I don't remember the, the details. But what I'm pointing out is that that is a uh, possibility of how people pull this information, how a lot of internet detectives, and there are internet detectives out there that there are real um, that help find people like the Boston, um, the Boston bomber, the guy, like you remember, but they made a lot of mistakes and they chose the wrong person. So there's, it's like, you gotta be very careful. It's like, you can get wrong information and you can get the right information all, all at the speed of thought online. Uh, so. Yeah, that reminds me of that uh, documentary that we watched, Don't Fuck With Cats. Yes. And that was video. On Netflix. Right. That was video, those pictures and stuff like that. They analyzed his pictures too. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, guys, go watch that. We don't work for Netflix. Netflix is not sponsoring this episode, but whatever. Anyway, yeah. So I would say be a little bit more diligent with your pictures. Um but or if you choose not to care, just um, yeah, just let people know. Be open it's, to it's, possibilities of information getting back to you somehow. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I keep all that shit on because I'm a black man in America, and I don't trust the authorities to have my best interests at heart. So I'm gonna have all the data to prove where the fuck I've been. So anyway, moving on. Yep. Moving on, indeed. Um, Akon made an artist's NFT platform. So if uh, y'all are familiar with the R&B slash, uh, Is he I guess, pop artist Akon. Yeah, he, he kind of did like some singing. He kind of did everything, really. He did a little bit of rap. A lot, pop, yeah. Rap. Throwing know. people off stage. Akon, yeah. Like helping them up on stage just to throw them back off. Really yeah. funny stuff. He's, <laughs> yeah, um, <it's> real funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's an American artist, but um, Bali he's Harm. <laughs> Bali Harm indeed. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. Uh, so don't mess with him. But uh, yeah, he's of Senegalese background, and um, a lot of his current initiatives have to do with creating a 
a, a real life Wakanda. So one of the projects that he took on is to have a platform dedicated to artists and creatives uh, to help them earn a living in these trying times, these hard times online with non-fungible tokens. And um, so his new platform, it's called acoin.io. Uh, That's the, the URL. I think it's just acoin NFT. Mm -hmm. um, or is it acoin NFT? Dot com. I forget. I'm so sorry, y'all. But um, what matters is he made a platform for artists. That IO. Mm -hmm. mm, yes, it's the Acoin NFT marketplace. Acoin NFT IO. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he um, <clears throat> he worked with this team called the Taco Team, <laughs> 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 and their their URL is pretty cool too. It's Taco IO, but it's T A Q O. Um, they are the technical team behind it all. And uh, they created this platform. It's based in like Ethereum technology. And uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty, that was pretty interesting. I mean, he's been talking about wanting to go into tech and um, finance and helping uh, like various African countries that he's visited and he has connections to now, not just Senegal. Um, so, you know, I thought that was interesting. You know, it, it just unveiled like, I think today or yesterday. Mm -mm. Nine days, apparently. Oh, nine days ago? No, it's going to unveil in nine days from today. Well, it's, it's going to be open to the public, but oh, you it mean, was announced. You mean him announcing it? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. It was now announced, uh, I don't know, within... 24 hours a, a day i don't know i don't know <laughs> i would say um yeah. it was it was announced on twitter i i wouldn't I, unfortunately i got a glance of the other comments on there don't read those yeah they got nothing to do with what was going on it's a lot it's, it's a lot i'm not going there yeah, because yeah, yeah. i don't know enough and i'm not going to say anything ignorant yeah i don't know i don't know enough either but but this is happening this yes, platform this is, is live yeah it's going to be open soon so check it out if you're an artist, if you're creative and you want to sell your work, mm. make some money. This is really dope. Um, yeah. Uh, we believe in the power of artists. We support the power of artists. We are powerful artists. This would be dope because right. I could see this being, given that he himself is an artist, um, because I've always said that it's not, you don't have to just link NFTs to just art. You can link it to just about any digital thing that you want to sell. Um, but, uh, you know, for the most part, the, the most stolen thing online is art. Um, mm. When you think about it, like there have been people who've been making gorgeous, complex, rich, meaningful artistry for years on places like what was. Um, uh, the I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Art Deviant? No, Deviant Deviant Art, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I probably said it wrong. Mm -mm, no, it's deviant art. Deviant art, yeah. So like places like that, um, people who were great, who are great photographers, who probably got their start on Instagram and stuck with Instagram and still, you know, graduated up to like a really fancy DS, like we were just talking about and everything like that. So this is just another way for people to just kind of. I mean, I, I hope. I'm, I'm. I have. I have no knowledge. I should say, I have no knowledge of how this marketplace is going to work or what it's going to do or anything like that. So I do hope that it does break, it disrupts how art is sold online. Um, and we'll see how that works. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't think it'll be that deep. I think it's just another platform. Just another avenue to make Just another money. like place to have retail transactions of, yeah. of art. I don't know. Well. <sighs> but whatever. Speaking of art. <laughs> so. Um, what is this? Right, 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 right. So um, this is something I've been following for years. And ever since I heard about when people started talking about cloning, right? And the, so there's a question, right? Say you are a smoker and, you know, in New York City, you cannot smoke indoors in most places. You can go outside and smoke and you'll be fine. And most people in New York City, unfortunately, are very dirty and they will just throw their, their, their cigarette butt on the floor, wherever, um, you can even find condoms, <laughs> you name it. Masks. Anything, mask gloves you, bloody gloves that there's there's yeah there's all all sorts of bloody not even bloody but bodily fluids that we humans yeah. like to secrete into the public so the so <laughs> uh the, the question came up right when a i believe it was i forgot who i don't know if it was a futurist or if they were like a, a chem student or something i forgot but it was a woman i remember very it was a white woman she what she did was went around New York City and she just collected all these things people were throwing out, like their cigarette butts and stuff like that, things that would have your DNA on it. And she was able to pull extract um, DNA from it and she could identify this person. Well, not not their name or anything, but like, you know, just information about them. Wow. So the question became, it's like, is there is that not private? And then, you know, I mean, the answer is no, it's not because you threw it out. <laughs> it's like you, you're giving up your own DNA in your trash. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So this uh, another woman here goes by the name of let me get it right now. Um, Hedda Dewey um, Hogberg. God, that's a, that's a mouthful. She is a Ph.D. <laughs> she's um, she's an artist. Um, so she partnered with or joined some a genetic space um, here in New York City called Gene Space, I believe it's called, and it's because um, she had the idea. She said she had this idea sitting at home. Um, let me see. Let me get the correct code here. Uh, okay. Well, she says I don't think I'm creepy, but I could see how someone would think this project is creepy. Um, so pretty much what she did was gather DNA and from trash and stuff like that. Went to a, a, a um, I'm explaining how this all came about. She joined a, a lab. The lab allowed her to a certain type of tool to and a certain type of technique to then sequence this, um, like break it out, break down each person's DNA, where she then, it was it's, uh, they amplify it in a way that you can now identify certain traits of that person. And what she did from there was take that information put it into a 3D modeler and stuff like that and was able to 3D print these lifelike masks of people um, based on what that information people just threw out into the, to the street like that. So this artist mm -hmm. just went up into this lab well, she talking she, about, she, let she, me she, use your multi-million dollar uh, equipment. Hey, they let it do it. <laughs> so I can pretty much build people from... <laughs> the atomic level up. <laughs> I, listen, it's it's uh, what? <laughs> I can't. Well, maybe not the atomic level, but 
genetic level. From the genetic level. Yes, 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 yes. Um, wow. That, those are some people skills you have there, Heather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's cause, you know, a lot of people are creeped out by this and stuff like that. And it's like, well, when you, I mean, I think it's not creepy. And I think it was a matter of time. And this type of information, because how many cop shows have you watched in your life where they always like get the partial print or the DNA samples, you know, that sort of thing. This is pretty much the same thing. It's like dumpster diamond for DNA. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and people are saying, well, is that private? That's like, well, is garbage private? You know, is your is your trash private? And especially if you're not because this is why they say. So you see me, if I would, I probably would have spun this and say, see, if you litter, <laughs> that's what you're you asking for. It. <laughs> don't be don't be upset if you see somebody walking around looking like you. <laughs> One man's trash is is another artist's art. Literal digital. It's not even digital. It's like a real tangible thing. I think that her her art her art is going to be in like a, a um, lower Manhattan gallery right now. I think. Um, on February. You may see your face. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> well, it ended in uh, February twenty eighth uh. at the Clockwork Gallery in Lower Manhattan. Um, but I believe the New York Public Library is going to be putting on an uh, expedition or stuff like that. I can't see this whole damn thing because I got to pay to read the article. But anyway, mm. pretty much, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's happening. happening guys. That's happening. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's. it's, it's wow. um, be careful what you throw out. I'm just mad at <laughs> you the might lab. end up as a gallery. <laughs> I'm still mad at the lab, though. I mean, look how many people who would well, love to learn about themselves, like they're dealing with some kind of a major illness and they need to know more about their their background to to help themselves. And, and they don't have the luxury of walking into a lab and getting their, well, their she is DNA a PhD. sequence. She is a Ph.D., so oh okay so she already has a connection with this lab right she does she know how to do dna sequences and stuff like that she's she, not exclusively like an artist. an artist no 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 it wasn't oh. some oh i'm from the valley and um yes this oh is my god not all artists are from the valley what? <laughs> we don't have a valley here in new york i don't know yes, what you're you do. talking it's about the bronx no I'm kidding oh my uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um but yeah, no, she's not like some, like, you know, uh, oh, sorry. She's getting her PhD in um, electronic arts. That's what she's getting her PhD in. Sorry. So she's not a PhD just yet. Same difference. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Same difference. I mean, shit, she's on the, yes. Um, so if you want to check this out, click the link in our description. <laughs> it's um, quite interesting. I would say I would encourage you to actually look it up elsewhere because this link goes to the Wall Street Journal. If you don't have an account, you're going to make you pay those bastards. Pay whatever. And I, cause I'm trying to like read them, you know, this whole story here. Cause, um, but you know, it is what it is. People think it's weird and end of story really. But yeah, yeah I think it's a dope project. I think it's cool. It's creepy in a little bit, but it does it does bring up i think this is a great great selling point for recycling and being more conscious with your trash because if if you think this is creepy imagine what somebody else would be able to do if it, if 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 in a bad scenario if i really wanted to frame someone yep i just have to watch you for a few days and go to your trash 
Because there are people, they, that happen, there's a lot of things that we excrete as a human that our bodily stuff can definitely come out. And, you know, it ain't hard to, it's not hard to get a person into a certain location, plant the DNA, do the crime, and then frame someone, you know. Mm. That's how I would do it, <laughs> you know. Okay. This is my mini how to get away with murder. Anyway, um, <laughs> next, what's next on the chopping block here? <laughs> The next uh, story is about another musician um, who is making a difference in the world. So this is about the band Coldplay and their sponsorship of uh, a really amazing project called the Ocean Cleanup Project. And you might know a little bit about this because it was founded by this teenager Boylan Slat. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, right? Isn't he so mm -hmm. cool? So mm -hmm. ever since I learned about what he was doing, I was like mesmerized. I was like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, this is brilliant. And any footage that you see of this young man, I mean, he's still young. He was he was a teen and I think he's in his 20s now. Um, but he created this uh, invention that spreads across the ocean and it's kind of like I think the first iteration had like these arm like extensions and pretty much what it did was it it floated along the the oceans like currents and it caught very very tiny bits of plastic all the way up to like large things and it just trapped it um but it was uh made in a way where fish and other uh sea life could get through because mm. uh, they could just like swim, you know, up uh, and out of of the, the buoyant thing. Um, but like uh, over the years, I think it's been over a decade since this program has been in, in existence. Mm. Uh, the the contraptions have changed. And so uh, Coldplay, the band, they're familiar with what this project is doing and, and the amazing work that Boylan Slat has done. Uh, through this program and they wanted to sponsor one of the, one of the boats, one of the, um, I guess the, 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 the latest invention <laughs> from the program. And so the latest invention, uh, the name of it is neon moon one, uh, otherwise known as the inceptor or interceptor interceptor, um, which, which makes sense. It intercepts plastic in the sea. And so what the neon moon one is going to do is it's going to, I think be where rivers meet the sea and, and catch plastics and other debris that otherwise would flow into the sea, which is brilliant. I mean, it's totally, it makes sense. Like it, they come from rivers and, and, and other areas that are closer to the city. Uh, and, uh, so it's currently, uh, in Malaysia, um, the neon moon one, and I think it's fully financed and it's going to be released anytime soon. Like the, the, the time was listed as spring of 2021. 20, so yeah, I, it's I'm right I around, look, it's right there. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hopefully going to be unveiled soon. And, and we have Coldplay to thank for its financing. And I, I think it's pretty dope. So this is this is another story about a musician making the world a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I wish people would do more um, and mm. not, you know, I wish governments would lend their trillions of dollars to initiatives like this. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, governments are so quick to send trash, large, large barges of trash to different mm -hmm. island nations and, and just whoever is, is willing to, to accept it. Right. And then some, some nations are not willing to accept it anymore because it's, it's a disaster for, for the local areas. So what are, what are these governments going to do? You know what I mean? Like there mm. has to be a solution to this problem. Yep. Out of sight, out of mind is not going to cut it anymore. Hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> good segue. Speaking of out of sight. <laughs> okay. So this is something you actually could to you can go watch if you go on YouTube, look for Vice News and look for the NASA has a plan to punch an asteroid with a spaceship to protect Earth. In the face. <laughs> In the face. <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> so, you know, real quick, this, how this works is it's not as fancy. It's not like they're sending a mecha out into space <laughs> and they're going to rocket punch asteroids or whatnot. It's, you know, the explanation is a bit more unsexy in many ways. What did so, we just watch? Godzilla? Oh, uh, Godzilla versus um, Kong. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. saw the Mecha, the Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so Spoiler amazing. Alert if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But it is what it is. Sorry to interrupt you with um, your story. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this is what NASA has come up with as an alternative to uh, say Armageddon that bitch, meaning nuking it, like, you know, <laughs> sending out some astronauts to land on this thing and then blow it up. Cause they said the problem with that is, um, is you may not get all of it. Mm. So, you know, cause the thing is too, most asteroids are made of metal that is not of earth. So therefore they're operating on the assumption that our nukes can destroy something like that. Wow. Holy. So, you have to, so their idea is to change a trajectory. So really big asteroids that can do considerable, you know, damage to the planet usually creates its own gravitational pull. So they have little moons or satellite moons around it and stuff like that. And uh, if you know anything about satellite um, objects or celestial objects around a planet, if you are, ch if you change or disrupt their trajectory in some way, um, you can actually affect the mass itself. So, you know, the idea is to punch or like kind of slam into um, the, the asteroid moon and, you know, and um, in a way where they feel they think that that would um, send the asteroid into a different direction. So they're not destroying anything besides billions of dollars of hardware to do this. And I trust that, you know, that's pretty much what their idea is to just crash into the thing. Um, and uh, they said that it would be traveling at the speed of something along the line, something ridiculous where you can cross the United States from shore to shore in six seconds. That's how fast it's going. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Don't quote me. I don't know. But yeah, that, that's their idea. That's their defense around it. I don't know if this is, I think that program is called DART or something like that. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be something crazy expensive. They didn't really go into how much this project costs or whatever the case may be. But they say that they can, you know, with enough warning, they can get the the satellite up and running and and shipped out and on its way for the collision within like a year or so mm. so but they said that they're going to be testing this 
um, on, an, on an asteroid they've, they've been observing. It's not coming close to, um, you know, to the Earth, but they want to see if it's possible by doing this in like 2022 or something like that. So, well, yeah. I mean, it's either that or we're going to be asked out. <laughs> we have to do something, right? It's well, yeah, crash yeah. Into Earth. yeah, I think an asteroid defense grid of something is definitely a thing. Um, Not even asteroids, like just the debris that we throw away oh, yeah, we're, we're dirty. We're dirty in space, too. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. It's really <laughs> bad. And stuff I, may come back. I think what they're, they're, they're hoping is that the atmosphere will burn up a lot of this debris, which it does. Yeah. However, they're debris that's big enough that can survive and, you know, yada, yada, and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah, yeah, most yeah. of the time, most satellites are not designed to have re-entry. So um, they're, you know, they will burn up on, you know, and kind of like spread. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, because of friction. Anywho. <sighs> human yeah. beings, human beings. Yeah, the, the last story uh, we have for you today has to do with a hack, a Microsoft hack that affected the email client uh, we need look. hacker music we need hacker music <laughs> and like a bunch of clickety clacking in the background <laughs> a lot of clickety clacking in um more Hack than the world speaking of clickety clacking in i mean more than twenty thousand organizations have been hit by this hack this backdoor <sighs> um flaw mm. that a patch was was um was released for but most of the organizations that have been found to to be hacked didn't like implement the patch uh all only around 10 percent, they say mm -hmm. of the companies that have been affected have actually done anything about it yeah because um i believe that yeah so it's it's like the government um cybersecurity team or whatever is like really scrambling to help these companies <laughs> and uh individuals who who are affected and i wouldn't help them <laughs> it sucks ass well, i mean you have to well, okay, so uh, the reason why I said I believe that update is because... Update everything, y'all. <laughs> update everything. There's a general consensus that, if, I mean, if you're very into electronics, anything that is IoT, Internet of Things, that sort of thing, or you build computers, you work in IT and stuff like that, the general consensus is do not update to the latest version because bugs. And given that a lot of these organizations are huge and they do a lot of operational things, um, they can't afford something to, you know, to a patch to disrupt their daily work. Well, that's the thing. A lot of these organizations are not big. It's like local government computers and libraries <laughs> and oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, OK, so at the very least, up update to the, the most stable version. They always have a stable version and then like. Yeah, you I can guess a beta back. version. Yeah, you can roll back to a more stable version. Yeah, um, so at least update to the stable version because yeah, I don't think yeah. a lot of companies are are even doing that regularly. Because because they don't pay for their IT, man. They just don't. It's just it's just kind of like you sit there. It's like, well, we've been doing it for this many years. Why should I do anything else? <laughs> it's like you know, <laughs> it's been working. You know? What was the voice you just did? <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? Some CEO. <laughs> some CEO and some backwards Some, some penny pincher treasurer that doesn't want to do anything aye, aye, with, aye. With, um, with the, you know, the money for well, the company. Upgrade so. stability. Upgrade stability. Upgrade to a stable version. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those are the keywords. Upgrade yeah. stability. Except for Adobe. Don't do that. It's... Oh, 
my just gosh, that's a whole terrible. nother thing. <laughs> Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Wait two, two more updates. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway. Well. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. what we have for you today. So um, take it's, it easy. It's like a bummer. Hack the world. It's, I mean, it's as long as <laughs> no, you, you do like, your part. I feel like this episode has been a cautionary tale to one protect be con be conscious of your identity to update or or three just accept what the universe hands you because you well, like, you can't do a damn thing about it obviously we're not to doing an extent. that <laughs> we're punching asteroids mickey come on in the face okay in the face i'm with it i'm with it yes all right well um subscribe to our show uh to to our channel to hear more of tech beat and the rest of the pondering Nerdcast episodes okay yes. and then also like rate and review us mm. because we want to hear what you have to say yep mm -hmm. we really appreciate you for listening peace out yeah take care hacker music that's my clickety clacks <laughs> yeah